Hi, I'm Rebecca Kennedy. I'm an actress, and you're listening to Weeby Geeks. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. Sorry for my text tone, I forgot it was still on. <laughs> Hadn't muted it, shame on me. Uh, it's Brett, Derek, and Mike, another guy's night. Uh, Jules is out. Uh, hopefully we'll have her back next week. Um, how you guys doing? Good. Doing good. Good in the holiday spirit. Yep, I put up my uh, all my decorations this past weekend. Uh, yeah, you look like the Griswolds over there. Yeah, that's what my <laughs> wife said, too. She's like, we're the Griswolds of the neighborhood. I'm like, yes, yep. we are. <laughs> the only thing missing is the RV and, and Randy Quaid with the hose into the sewer. Right. Yeah, let's hope that doesn't show. <laughs> we, ha- we have a sewer right outside, too. <laughs> It's funny, my wife was uh, watching that movie just before we started recording. I was in there watching with her. We were watching it as we put up the decorations. Yeah, classic. It's well, our tradition. We do that the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So if he shows up, does Randy Quaid become the flush? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to have a disclaimer for that, because... The TV flash is fine. It's just the movie flash is bad. Yes, we're we're talking about. We're not talking about Grant Gustin as the Flash. We are talking about the DC Entertainment D- DCEU movie, The Flush. <laughs> TV flash good. Movie yes. flash bad. <laughs> Indeed. Man, the water bill is going to be high here in the lair. <laughs> it, uh, speaking of which, even though we joke, have always joked in the past that this is, you know, we record, we come at you from the above ground, above ground underwater suborbital volcano lair, we have actually taken it to heart over on Mighty Marvel Geeks because of the whole <laughs> shield theme. So. Yes. Uh, so we have fun with it. And then um, when Kylan was on vacation earlier this year, they went to the Spy Museum in D.C. If you take a look at the um, cover photo for Mighty Marvel Geeks on Facebook, it's a picture he actually took from the Spy Museum. And it's an arrow saying Volcano Lair. That cool. Ah. I'm like, this is awesome. This is absolutely awesome. So... I think I went through the FBI building when I was in D.C., and that was pretty sweet. They they showed us the armory of all the weapons that they had confiscated oh, wow. for everybody. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, they, they do down here. Um, they've done it for years. I know at least 15 years, maybe even longer. It's a morning talk show. They do a, pro, um, a thing every year right during the summer called Kicks for Guns. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, some of the police departments won't call it kicks for guns. They call it gas for guns, and they give out gas cards instead of tennis shoes. <laughs> but it's the opportunity where um, it, it, this radio show is called Monsters in the Morning. Um, but they have a they have a deal where 
it's a chance to bring any gun. You could drop it off, exchange it for tennis shoes. Usually they have other stuff too, because there's not always tennis shoes, um, like gas cards. Um, no questions asked. It's like your one day of reprieve. Hmm. And years past, they had someone drop off a a, a rocket launcher. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. A, baz- a bazooka. <laughs> a live grenade. No. <laughs> like, what? Where are people getting this crap? And that's why our radio station up here has a uh, segment called Florida's Effed Up. <laughs> With a bunch of stories from Florida. <laughs> I, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Everything's just fine down here in Florida. <laughs> Ah, good old Florida. Yep. Warmer than you guys. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Yep. So, surprise, actually a pretty busy news week this week. Or Mm -hmm. a week of stories. Um, And I just realized, before show, we never talked about who was going to cover what story. So, surprise... We're going to roll the dice. <laughs> I'll take Supergirl. All righty. Supergirl goes to Brett. All right. Um, there is a uh, warning. There's spoilers. If you're not uh, caught up with Supergirl, uh, you'll wait. definitely want to uh, cover your ears for this. Wait, wait, wait. I got it for you. Spoiler alert. God, that <laughs> voice is so... She must have been four at the time she did that. Can't believe, it. and she just turned seven. I can't believe it. Wow! Ah, uh, how time flies. Time for her to redo it. <laughs> Anywho, uh, back to Supergirl. This week's episode called "The Darkest Place." Uh, we see the return of Hank Henshaw uh, and Jeremiah Danvers, Supergirl's uh, father. Wow! Um, yeah, so there was a lot happening in the episode. Also, did you, guys, little, did you watch? Have you guys watched the episode? I yet? have, I no, have like not. A couple behind. I, I am this, too, but you know what? Who? I'm okay with the spoilers because I'll eventually see it and I'll understand what's going on. So it was a yeah. good episode. The only disappointing thing was it's supposed to be the the beginning of the big crossover. Yeah, and I guess they're only on for a few minutes. Yeah, I was just at like at the end. Barry showed up at the end, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during the darkest place. Kara said something to set off the nerd alarms all over the world. And a piece of dialogue that will surely be talked about for weeks to come. In which she says, my cousin worked with a vigilante once. Ah, Tons of gadgets, lots of demons. Yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. So could there be a Batman on this earth? Uh, That's what uh, seems to be what the speculation is. Uh, Whether we'll see him or not, uh, that's another, another matter. But they brought Superman in, so why not? At this point in time, I want to see them dust off the old scripts for the show Bruce that was supposed to come out and, and take a look at the scripts and see how you could tweak it and bring it into uh, um, bring it up to speed to the current TV universe. Yeah, it's not the first time that they mentioned or made references to Batman. Um, this is true. In the second season, uh, they talked about, uh, I thought masks were only big in that other city, and there was actually a direct mention of Gotham City. And the season two premiere. Mm. So, 
Yeah, definitely is uh, pointing towards Batman uh, living on this earth. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 almost starting to wonder now um, if since Barry's so easily in Supergirl, if because of Flashpoint that caused her world to meld into Earth Prime or Earth One to put them all on the same planet. Well, um, did you watch Flash this week? I have not. It explains I know, it. I'm, I'm so, I'm so yeah, bad. It explain, yeah, it, yeah, it'll explain everything. Okay. That was such a good episode. I can't. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I can't wait to, to watch the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, so, I, I, could, I could watch these crossovers like every week. Oh, I know. <laughs> They're so good. It just made me smile. Seeing them all yeah. together, I was just like, ooh. I, I, yeah. I would love for it to get to a point where they cross over. Whether it whether it's a f- you know, all four shows crossing over at one time, I think that needs to be done at least once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Once in the fall, once in the spring. Which yeah, help cool. it. But I would not have a problem with the characters weaving in and out of each other's show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they've done it at times with the different NCIS shows, why can't they do it? I mean, and I understand that's a different company. They they've do it here. Sort of done it a little bit, but not not like the main characters, right? Yeah, they've had Felicity come on and stuff like yeah. that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, so and, and, I mean, and Cisco and and uh, yeah, they've had the Lila Diggle's wife. Yeah, uh, go on. But which being that head of Argus, one of the big government agencies, you would think that she would be on. On multiple shows with them, she would yeah. have run-ins with them. So yeah, yeah exactly. makes, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you can just do it, and not it doesn't have to be a big event every time. No, right? no. you just you know, no, oh, it doesn't. The Flash popped on Arrow, yeah, mm-hmm. or you know, whatever. The uh, you would think like with the Flashpoint, maybe the Legends of Tomorrow might show up on Flash or something. Yeah. Well, it would be curious to see what they do. Since it's all four shows crossing mm-hmm. over. On uh, Arrow, did one of you guys doesn't watch Arrow? Is it you, Mike, or is it Derek? No, I, it's I me. do. I do watch it. Okay. I, was, I didn't realize that. Um, it's that time of year. It's that time of year for me at work. So, okay, schedule's hectic. Yep. Well, as we know, with how we're recording this show tonight, right? <laughs> I didn't realize that uh, they changed Diggle's the sex of uh, Diggle's baby. Yeah. 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 Until uh, I watched The Flash, I didn't realize that. Went from a girl yeah. to a boy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was because of the Flashpoint. Yeah. But I, I didn't realize, I've been watching Arrow, and I didn't realize, I don't know if I didn't miss something or if it, they didn't hadn't mentioned it yet. But I didn't realize that that, that had changed. They they touched on because it. They touched on it briefly uh, in the first episode of Flash uh, with Flashpoint, and then bring it up slightly. Did they talk about the first in the season premiere as well of Arrow? Not sure. Either that yeah, or they didn't. They didn't know about it. It was second. Maybe it was the second. Maybe I'm thinking the second episode of a Flash. Because Barry, Barry goes to see. This is when we get Felicity coming in. Right. Barry goes to see her and, and says, you know, and pretty much asks what's changed here. Mm. And that's when they. Oh, that's up. right. He tells. Her. Oh yeah, he told her. Yeah. And then, it, and then they go, well, who's that with, with John? Well, that's his son. Well, no, he had a daughter. Oops, it changed here. Oh, too. that's right. Yeah, but they didn't. Nobody told Diggle or even um, uh, Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. So they didn't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Makes me want to go back and uh, read those old uh, Invasion comics. Oh, I know, right? They're good. Yeah. So that's that's why everyone's suspecting uh, Prometheus might be uh, might be Roy. Yeah, that could because he has the same same thing that maybe in Flashpoint Roy became Prometheus, and now that they're in here, it's the same thing. It's Prometheus. Yeah, he's carried over. Hence, how what Wally's going to become Kid Flash? <laughs> Is it just me, Brett, or or are Iris and Joe kind of getting a little annoying with the holding yes, back there. thing. Yeah, there. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Yes. Just let the kid go. Right. Let him become a superhero for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely getting... They're having their uh, Felicity moments from uh, Arrow. <laughs> she gets annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, tell you what, I'll take the next story. Unless unless you want it, Derek. No, you can go ahead. God, I hate turning this on and video starts up. Well, apparently there's a uh, Flash actor who's ready to jump ship for the MCU, a.k.a. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who could this be? Well, how about Robbie Amell, who played the original Firestorm? He said he'd be more than happy to work within the MCU if given the chance. And here's his uh, quote. No, I have no loyalties. They've killed me a couple times. And I'm always and I'll always gladly go back. But at the same time, I'm a huge fan of Marvel movies. I like what they're doing. It has less to do with it being Marvel or DC and more just being a character that I'm interested in, interested in and speaks to me. Well, does that kind of, without going further into this story, does that kind of sum up maybe issues that we've been talking about with DCEU versus the MCU? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Possibly. Um, Well, it's not like he was doing a whole lot on Flash anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. This is true. Um. Of course, this story comes from Cinema Blend, but he now he, he's just making the point that as an actor, the politics behind the characters isn't what he considers. He just wants to play a good character in a good movie, and the MCU certainly has that, right? Uh, and I'd be totally fine with seeing him in the MCU. Yeah, I mean we we've. Cool. We're, We've already had, you know, when you've had actors who've even been cast in more, more than one role, like Alfred Woodard, who had a cameo in Civil War before showing up in Luke Cage. Right. Um, at some point, there's going to have to be times where we see people who cross the line. Well, we kind of mm-hmm. did, because you had Halle Berry as Catwoman, in whatever joke of a film that was. And that was... And that was, you know, a DC, based on a DC character, loosely. Loosely? Very loosely. <laughs> so loose that you might find her in your red light district. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's loose. But that, but that was after she had already made the appearance as Storm in the X-Men films. So. Yeah, I'm sure there's other... Um, 
things like that as well that, that happen yeah. between them. I mean, oh yeah, I'm sure. Well, I have uh, Marston uh, playing Cyclops and being in the Superman movie. Actually, oh, that's left, right. he yeah. left, actually left the X-Men. Yeah. Uh, being Superman. <laughs> what a great career move that was. <laughs> what, Zack Snyder's Superman? Oh. <laughs> or Man of Steel? No, the return... Was it uh, Return of the Man of Steel? Superman Returns. Yeah. Superman, Superman Returns. Returns. Yeah. yeah. I thought uh, Brandon Ralph was a good Superman and Clark. I, I liked, yeah, I liked him. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bad movie. Yeah. I would like to have seen him in a better movie as yeah. Superman. Superman the Creeper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, they end this article, though, by saying, who who else would you like to see uh, make the jump? Hmm. Anybody um, from the Zack Snyder films? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up on I mean, the cliff or over to the MCE, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like the, the couple examples that there it goes again. Uh, a couple examples they bring up is should Will Smith play somebody in the MCU? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, the, this is us jumping ship. If that happens, no, please, God, no, can't get out of here soon enough. Um, like some of the like some of the comics comments on the bottom, he's not exactly jumping ships as he's not on the show anymore. <laughs> uh, here, here's here's another scenario: Is there a DC character just waiting for Benedict Cumberbatch to take him on? Yes, Doctor Fate. Yeah, that could be good. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Although. It's almost, he's, always been, he's always been played by like an older, or his character's always been older, I think, isn't he? Or not? Yeah, and that's kind of almost typecasting. <laughs> yeah. The question? Ooh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Or even the Spectre, or... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about Spectre. I could see him as the question. Yeah. And yeah, then, but I could see him as like one of the little known, or off not one of the big... Yeah, somebody yeah, smaller. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the final question, which was what the story was about, anyway. Robbie Amell, who would we want him to play in a Marvel Universe movie Mar- in the MCU? Hmm. Jamie Madrax. Ooh, that would be cool. The multiple uh, man. multiple man. Huh? Oh, because then. Benedict Cumberbatch, the the creator of the um, Omega or Elemental Men, the Metal Men, yeah, have him as the creator. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Cumberbatch is easy to create. He's easy. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. I'd like, I'd like to see Obama. him as like a Tony Stark, even though he's already playing a Mar- Marvel. Yeah, Cumberbatch as Tony Stark. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he'd have to get rid of the English accent though. <laughs> But he kind of plays like the jerky, kind of lovable type character as Stephen Strange. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how he'd look in a mustache and the, <laughs> or the facial hair. <laughs> well, Stephen Strange has facial, facial uh, hair. That's true. That's right. I was just reading. I can't remember what uh, Marvel comic it was where where uh, Tony was talking to Doctor Strange and 
It's like, come on, man, we're we're facial hair bros or something like that. <laughs> it, it, was that possibly Illuminati? Yeah. So I think like, it was one of the uh, – I don't know if it was one of the – I don't it think it was actually Civil War. Illuminati. I think it was – yeah. It was, one no. of, it was a recent comic. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I don't know if it was Do Iron you, Man or something, but he's using them to was, transport him somewhere. Yeah. Do you realize awesome. how much – I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Do you realize how much it's going to pay me if they ever do, like, an Avengers Illuminati movie? I don't know yeah. why you hate the Illuminati so much. I just don't like the way that that whole concept was done. It's I say Black Bolt. First of all, they can't do an Illuminati movie because they don't have Reed Richards. Right. Well, look at how they did Captain America Civil War and not have half the cast for that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't have Professor X. Speaking of Professor X, I, f- saw, my fir- yeah. I saw my first commercial for Legion. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm looking that, forward to that. That looks nice. Yeah. I'm uh, excited about that. Uh, how about this for Robbie ML uh, in the MCU? Hyperion. Hmm. Yeah, he's blonde, though. Or is, so, is Hyperion? No. He's, Hyperion's not blonde. I was thinking of one of the. I think he's a flamehead. You're too, thinking of the Sentry? Yeah. I'd like to see a Squadron Supreme movie. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Especially the uh, um, the Straczynski uh, era. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would love to see an Alpha Flight movie as well. Yeah. Puck? Who, who's, who's gonna, so who are we going to have play Puck? I love Puck. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Peter Dinklage. That, that, uh, he's, not, he's not built, though. Who? who? I hate... I can't think of his name. He he's been back on the show, Little People, Big World. He was uh, Amy's friend, and but he he plays the little person in uh, the Pirates movies. I have no idea. How? Do you, but you know who I'm talking about, right? Oh, great! I, I think so. Him. I think I've only seen the first movie. Oh, he's in the first movie really well. Okay. Um. Give me a second. Because he, I think he would be a great puck cast. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Because um, he, he's done quite a bit of movies. Because I just saw him in some other, in some Christmas movie too. Of course, half these pictures aren't popping up on the phone. Dog got it. That'd be cool to see, like, Sasquatch and stuff. and Yeah. Martin Kelba. K-L-E-B-B-A. No idea. Just type, in, type him into Google. M-A-R-T-I-N. K-L-E-B-B-A. I wouldn't mind trying to get him on the... Because he... What, what all has he done? Wow, he's been a... Uh, he's in this TV series Training Day, or at least did one episode. He did an episode of Walk the Prank. Uh, the Thundermans, which is a Nickelodeon show. He was in Ted Two, The Hungover Games. Okay. The Hungover Games. That, that was actually. It's it, it's not a, a lampoon. But it's it's a parody movie. It's actually quite Oh, good. I know yeah, I know that actor. 
Yeah, I could see him as a puck. Uh, he he would be a good puck. Uh, I think he's proportioned right. We're we gonna have uh, Wolverine uh, make an appearance. I don't I think, it's think gonna, so. I don't yeah. think it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're gonna have a Wolverine, but not not Jackman. I think Jackman's kill. I think Logan's gonna end up killing the X Men series because they're talking about rebooting it. Mm. If you've heard us talk over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, um, mm-hmm. they're gonna. They're talking about rebooting it. Yay, another reboot. Oh, boy. But Deadpool's going to be the only consistent, which is sort of like what Wolverine was when they rebooted it. Mm. But if uh, the girl and Logan actually turns out to be X-23, cool. Then oh, let's, so. let, yeah. let's carry her over as Wolverine. Let her be the new Wolverine. Yeah, it's already established. that would be awesome. Speaking of uh, Wolverine, that's been really good since she's taken over. Yeah, uh, I like that's it. Yeah. line where she takes out the whole city. Yeah, because they dump the uh, her trigger sent into it. Yeah, I love her uh, clone too. <laughs> oh yeah, Gabby. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. But well, let's continue on, shall we? This would be some sweetness here. Nice cold 45. Do I still have any of those drops from when I used it over on from the Lando series over on uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks? I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't see them. But either way. Ah. Hello, what have we here? Ah, that smooth voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to my audio interface to pull up the the beefy voice because it won't be the same <laughs> it won't be the same no. <laughs> I'll take this story alright please do so of course we're talking about the one and only Billy G. Williams uh, who many might know as Lando Calrissian but he also if you recall played Harvey Dent in the original 1989 Batman movie and then, uh, yeah. you know, they went with uh, Tommy Lee Jones for Two-Face. But, hey, you know, it's uh, whatever. For, forget about it. <laughs> so now uh, it's just been announced via Twitter by director Chris McKay that Billy D. Williams will be voicing Harvey Dent in the Lego Batman movie. Interesting. I love it. That is awesome. Uh, now, I thought that was already filmed. It's not out yet. No. Oh, February tenth. You thought? Yeah, February tenth. But they've already had trailers out for it, or is that for something else? I think uh, it's for something else. I think it is. Um, yeah. Where ba- they were celebrating Batman's birthday? Because there was another like. Directive video or something. Most of them are, and and they've been pumping them out fairly quick. Right. Where's Jules when we need her? She probably knows all these things. Oh, I'm sure, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yes, so he'll. It'll be interesting to to see how he plays the role of. uh, Because he is doing Two Face. Well, he's going to play him kind of smooth, as if he's drinking (laughs) some Colt 45. I love the uh, last paragraph of the article. 
of the happy ending of William's Two-Face saga proves that anyone, if they set their mind to it, and are uh, one of the most iconic actors of all time and one of the biggest franchises in history, can eventually, in under three decades, make their dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) You too can make your dreams come true, folks. And then afterwards it says, update, yes, we suck at math. Yeah. (laughs) May I have some more? Oh, sorry. So I was already um, pretty excited about this movie, mm-hmm. and that just makes me even more excited. Yeah, it'll be good. And then not long ago, they announced uh, William Shatner. He's going to be in the movie. Okay. That could be good. Oh, wait. Was that that one, or was that another one? Oh, no. That was... Uh, I'm sorry. William Shatner's playing Two-Face in the uh, that the Batman 66 one they just released. Oh, yeah. That's right. I still got to see that. I'm, I can't wait to see it. I know. I want to see it. I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I hear it's amazing. And, uh, there yes, I, I am working on trying to get um, Burt Ward on the show. Awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, um, so where do we go next? Ah, I'll take, I'll take the, this next story. Sebastian Stan has been seen wielding a Winter Soldier shield. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah. Um, Sebastian Stan, uh, this comes from CBR.com. Uh, Stan took to Instagram to show off a an, an, a plain-colored shield with a red star in it, in the middle, that apparently was gifted to him by Shield Labs. I want to know who this company is. Right. Mm. It's S.H.I.E.L.D., Uh, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sure. Um, Kind of an offshoot. (laughs) According to the article, S.H.I.E.L.D. Labs recreates iconic S.H.I.E.L.D.s from Marvel, DC, and other entertainment properties. Um, It was Casey McBroom. And because of this article, he's sweeping the market. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, do I still have that sound effect? I don't know. Probably not. I used to. Ha- I used to have the uh, Price is Right. <laughs> I don't know if I still do. Dog on it. If I don't, I got to add it to the list. <laughs> Well, that joke probably deserves the same one. <laughs> um, he he apparently makes and paints the shields by hand. Uh, Shan, uh, Sebastian Stan's shield is made of aluminum alloy. It's 20 in, 24 inches in diameter and weighs about 10 pounds. It's not bad. It's not bad weight at all. Especially I don't know, if, it's, man. if it's balanced right. Yeah. I'm going to lug that thing around and through all the stunts and everything that they do. Well, some of those they they have different types of shields, but yeah. but this isn't this isn't a movie shield. This is a yeah. um a guy who just makes prop replicas. Uh, but he apparently on Twitter said a big thank you and shout out to Casey McBoom at Shield Labs for making this for me. Will come in handy. Um is what he wrote in a caption um, on Instagram, I, 
I think. Was it Instagram? Or was it Twitter? Does it, Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Uh, the shield is a playoff of Captain America's shield, which is an homage to Stan's MCU character, Bucky Barnes, who becomes the Winter Soldier, an agent of Hydra. Uh, and after disappearing in Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, the star in the center of the shield resembles the one that was on Bucky's bionic arm. Uh, the Winter Soldier Shield can be purchased from Shield Labs Etsy page for five hundred bucks. Is that all? It's a bit pricey. A bit. I wonder if he actually has one of the Captain America ones for sale. Now that would be sweet. Yeah, he's got a couple different variations. Uh, I'm looking at his Instagram page. Oh, why didn't Stan get that one? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, there's there's some. There's a Hydra shield that looks kind of cool oh, that nice. he did. Um, there's one where it's got the red star with the black inner, and then it's the aluminum second ring, and then the outer ring's black. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the one where is that U.S. Like agent? The one where he was a captain? Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean this these shields are are super nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely some good craftsmanship. I mean, f- mm-hmm. 500 bucks is a little pricey, but... Uh, I like the the um, straps and stuff that shows the inside of them. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. I'm trying to find but I'm sure it's going to spur uh, speculation as to if it's going to be used in a movie sometime or anything like that. Yeah. He's definitely inspired. If... Hopefully, I would hope they would turn it into the movie. Ah, oh, that'd be so did, awesome. Did he ever have a? I thought did he only use Cap Shield, or did he actually have one of his own? I can't remember used, in the comics. He only used. Um, I think he was using Cap Shield. I, yeah, after he got killed when he I became think. Captain America. Yeah, it's been after so Cap, long; it's hard to remember. Yeah, now. yeah, after, yeah. After Cap got killed, he took over his and. He's using Cap Shield. I don't know if he had one when he went back to being the Winter Soldier or not. I don't think he did. I found his Etsy page for you guys. Ah. Are you uh, putting that on your Christmas list? No, I'm not. <laughs> but well, thing is, most of his shields look. I mean, with the round shields, he, he's using the same mold, and it's almost the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I like the original uh, Captain America shield that he's got. Yeah, I like the stealth shield as well. And all of these are cool. The battle damage shield, the the heavy battle damage shield is a great. I love the stealth shield. Mm. Um. He's got 18-inch mini shields. Foam throwing bats? <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> Here, there you go. You can get the World War II heater shield for only That's 225 Yeah. Yeah. 18-inch mini shields for 400 400 bucks. So you might as well just save the extra 100 and get for the real well, shield. Bad. Yeah. The golden, fit, uh, well, the golden Amazon Warrior shield replica prop. That one's kind of cool. I wonder if it comes with a uh, disclaimer that it won't stop bullets. Because <laughs> you know somebody's going to try that. Try oh, yeah. Actual shield. Have you seen the YouTube video where someone made a titanium cap shield and shot at it? No. 
Yeah, shot at it with like a M16 or AR15, something like that, and it held held up. I think I think the problem with it in real life would be like uh, the impact would, yeah. would probably oh yeah the vibration arm or something yeah right. Whereas uh, what is it? The vibranium takes away that uh, yeah the force. It absorbs it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, plus, we don't have Wakanda. And plus, Cap's a super soldier too, so he can handle yeah. more. Yeah. But you know, people are going to be trying to do that with those shields. Here, mm-hmm. here's the video for that. Because people are dumb. Yep. I bet I'll be somebody in Florida. <laughs> what are you trying? What are you trying to say? <laughs> That Florida is an interesting place. <laughs> so I'll send you a link to the video of them oh. shooting at Cap Shield. I love the, uh, I don't know what ad you guys had when you first started up, but I had the Assassin's Creed uh, movie ad. No, I didn't have I'm that. Looking forward to, I'm looking forward to that movie. I have yet to see yeah, that. Yeah, I can have too. It's, uh, trailers are out. Looks, uh, Michael Fassbender plays uh, the lead okay. from X-Men fame. Yeah. Oh my gosh, look at this. <laughs> it looks, looks like it's weird from World War II. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> looks like it's from World War II. Cap does not have a mustache. No. <laughs> I mean, if he did, it would never be like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so are you moving on? We are moving on. Moving on up. So, I don't know, Brett, you want this one? Sure. We do in Star Trek, or no? Uh, no, we were doing oh, one before that, and of course I can't. I, I can't find my f- freaking sound effect for that. Back either. to the future. That would be the one. Ah. Okay. Back to the future producer promises film will never be rebooted. Yes. As film production budgets rise, studios have turned to established properties with built-in fan bases to serve as their tentpoles. A la Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel, and DC franchises are still going and likely to turn a profit more than the original programming. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? (laughs) So, yeah, with the... The rash of reboots from everything with Spider-Man, Batman, uh, soft ones like Creed and Jurassic World mm. uh, showing up in, in the industry. Um, Zemeckis is putting his foot down. Good. And um, Yes, I'm very glad to hear that. Saying uh, that he will not allow it to be remade. Awesome. It, it, it does not need to be remade. That's, no. That's the yeah. whole thing. You're never going to make it better. No. Speaking with Yahoo Movies, he reiterated it, saying, yeah, as long as I have my say, it's safe that one exists, just like E.T. We're never touching those. Good. Awesome. And, and of course, they go on to say the key phrase, of course, is as long as I have my say, uh, which, yeah. leaves, which leaves the door ajar for a new Marty McFly and Doc Brown to grace the big screen when Marshall retires from filmmaking. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, but... They're saying it won't happen if it does for many years down the road uh, because him, uh, Zemeckis and uh, co-writer Bob Gale have finally saying the project related, any project related to the franchise. 
So as long as they're alive, it's not going. Well, maybe by that time, uh, the whole remake phase will be over. Right. Yeah. Well, if, if they remake it, what are they going to do? Take it from 2016 and then go into the future 30 years or 50 years? Right. <laughs> They'll go back to the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Last year, Zemeckis morbidly theorized that Hollywood jump on the opportunity when he and Gala passed away, but their estates would step in and prevent it from happening. Good. Good. Yeah. This, this, uh, this is great news. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Leave it alone. It was great. There's no yeah. need to remake it. Exactly. To quote a famous Disney film, let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it I'm go. I'm not familiar with that film. Oh. Right. I'll send you a copy. No, that's okay. I'm all set. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Just what I always wanted. You asked for it here, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and jump jump the gun to this next one because um, I I know I brought it out. Star Trek Discovery, a series we will never see here in the U.S. unless you subscribe to CBS, the CBS app. Um, they have casted three new cast members. Doug Jones, who you might know oh. as uh, Abraham, or a- Abe Sapien from Hellboy series. Uh, Michelle... Yo, yo, yep. Which, where? I don't know. I know the name. I don't know her. Oh, it's uh, Crouching, Crouching Tiger, Tiger Hidden Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of Jackie Chan films. Uh, she's she's uh, like huge in Japan with uh, the yeah. martial arts. I uh, sort of that woman never ages. She looks exactly well, the same. Wasn't <laughs> was she in uh, Shanghai Nights or Shanghai Noon? No. That was uh, Lucy Liu. Okay. Um, played uh, Princess Pepe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pepe. <laughs> um, and, a, and Anthony Rapp have been announced as the first three actors for Star Trek Discovery. Jones will play Lieutenant Saru, a Starfleet science officer and an alien species new to the Star Trek universe. Hmm. He looks like... Abe Sapien. Um, Yo is expect is expected to play Captain Giorgio. G e o r g i o u, the Starfleet captain. So she will be the second female Starfleet captain. Cool. Uh, aboard the starship, Sinzo, Sinzo. Shinju. Shin- I think it's Shinzu. Yeah, Shinzu. Shinzu, yeah. Interesting. Um, and of course, you know her from Tomorrow Never Dies, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, where's her IMDb page? No. She's got like, she's got like a million movies under her belt. Yeah. She has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of... Her best movie was... Ninety-seven percent, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Her worst, lowest-rated film, 
Babylon AD, 6%. Wow. Babylon AD, I don't remember that movie. That might be a movie that is rated lower than uh, Fantastic Flop. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in The Mummy, Tomb of the Ancient, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Hmm. I'm just looking at a lot of the American films, not the not the Japanese. She was in Super Cop. Uh, she was a voice uh, in um, Kung Fu Panda 2. Hmm. I'm start watching my Jackie Chan movies again. I love those movies. I know. She was in Super Cop 2, uh, Magnificent Warriors, in the line of duty. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, she's very... She's basically the female Jackie Chan. She did all of her own stunts and all her and all her movies and everything like that. So she's she's got a, she's got a big resume. Yes, she does. And of course, she became a major household name here with uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, all right. So, whose director should never touch the Hulk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, what you gonna <laughs> say? Yeah, that was just boring. Well, come on, we, Ant, we, the, the Hulk dogs were awesome. We <laughs> <laughs> trying to see, man. <laughs> How about who wants to tackle the Obi Wan news? Uh, I guess it's my Obi Wan, Ubi Wan, Weebi Wan. Hey, but sorry, that was not the name of the show. <laughs> it's Weeby Geeks. You all set now? All set. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you, you trying to say I derailed us? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, in an article, excuse me, on a Nerdist, Flusher. <laughs> They say, they say there's a new Star Wars rumor. Is this why we're not getting an open off? And it says, thanks to Disney, stop. We're going to get at least one new Star Wars movie per year for the foreseeable future. I'll give you a, everybody a moment to cheer about that. Well, they're, ta- they're talking after episode nine. That they're not be, doing any more episodes. Yeah, yeah, because episode nine is going to conclude the 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 Skywalker story, All right? That Lucas had always envisioned with the nine mm-hmm. episodes. So, so far, we we only know about 2018's Han Solo standalone film, which I'm very interested in, mm-hmm. and the remaining two installments of the current trilogy. The natural choice to star in the next standalone seemed to be fan favorite Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi. Prequel uh, okay. trilogy, huh? I agree. Yes, yeah, I would love to see that. Uh, Ewan McGregor has indicated his willingness to return, and he even briefly lent his voice to The Force Awakens. So, why isn't an Obi Wan film happening anytime soon? Money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it says, beware of potential Star Wars spoilers ahead. During an appearance on Rebel Force Radio, Entertainment Weekly writer Anthony Bresnikan relayed a particularly juicy rumor. According to him, the only reason there's no Obi-Wan solo movie 
is because there are still plans to use him in the current trilogy. Interesting. That means there's a very strong possibility that McGregor will once again be called upon to reprise his role in either Episode 8 or Episode 9. But why? I have a really bad feeling about this. (sighs) I don't know. Why? (laughs) So it says, join senior editor and part Wookiee Dan Casey, as well as science editor and midichlorian truther Kyle Hill, is a dive into the mystery of Obi-Wan's new role in the Star Wars franchise and if it ties into the identity of Rey's parents. Keep in mind, Rey is much too young to be Obi-Wan's daughter, but could be his granddaughter. We kind of love the idea of Luke Skywalker teaching the last Kenobi the ways of the Force. Well, this... Here could be the other reason. You must face Darth Vader again. <laughs> again? <laughs> of course, that would also mean that Obi-Wan would have had to have a kid during the exile on Tatooine. If so, he must have had a lover as well. Though we think we can rule out the Jawas on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. That's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of people speculate that uh, Ray is somehow related to Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the theories going around. I've heard. Uh, we've heard Obi Wan. We've heard Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course. Now I brought up the scenario, which was from a rumor I heard that what if she's a clone of Luke's hand that was found. From right. from Bespin, and they just decided to do the DNA switch and make them make her female, make the clone female, just so they could get away with not having a second, you know, so to avoid confusing Stalker. people. Yeah, right. And then there's a theory that she's related to Jin Urso. Um, it's all kinds of theories. Who who now might be force force sensitive as well, right? Well, you think the girl from um, Rogue One's or no? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, see, I see what you did there. Or is it? What, I can't remember which one's Jin. Jin, yeah, that's Jin's the, the, the girl the, from Rogue the lead One. From Rogue okay, One. Okay, yeah, gotcha. And in the in the last uh, trailer, there there's. It looks like she... Did we talk about this on episode 8 of Wookiee Radio? Yes, we did. Um, yeah, it looks like she's given a kyber crystal. Oh, uh, okay. But she doesn't uh, okay. realize it's a kyber crystal. Right. Gotcha. It's all very interesting. Indeed. Uh, but, but Go ahead. So, it's weird, like, what role they're going to have Ewan McGregor play as Obi-Wan because he was the young Obi-Wan so right and now it's so I don't know are they going to pull Lucas and uh, put in when he put in a Hayden Christensen as uh, oh, Anakin oh, no. <laughs> I don't know now have you ever seen have you ever seen pictures of Ewan McGregor as uh, done up as Alec Guinness Mm-mm. no I, it's not bad it's really not that bad Huh. That could be interesting too. 
Yeah, very interesting. Very but he's dead, though, so I don't know if he's going to come in, like, in Force Visions or what. Yeah. It's the only way I can see it happen. Yeah. It's the only way it can happen. Yeah. Once you get cut in half, that's pretty uh, final. Usually. Well, yeah. no, Darth Maul came back from it. True. Yeah. Speaking of that, I've started rewatching uh the Clone Wars. Oh, did uh, you? Yeah. Love that uh cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's done really, really well. Yeah. Well, I guess to wrap up the night, uh let's finish off with um some news on Rogue One. Apparently, uh this is coming from the Hollywood Reporter. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is already drumming up Death Star-sized business one day after going on sale. MovieTickets.com says the film led the site to the biggest pre-sales day of 2016. And uh, pre-sales for the Star Wars standalone sold 90% of... ninety did 90% of what uh, The Force Awakens did on its first day. Wow. Uh, Fandango is also reporting Monday was its highest pre-sales day of the year uh, all, and only second to Force Awakens. Uh, director nice. Gareth Edwards is tracking to open to 130 million plus range opening weekend, which will mark wow. the second biggest December opening of all time behind Force Awakens. Uh, I, I just love how they did the same thing with uh, Force Awakens. They go, oh, it's not going to be that great. Don't, don't oh, get your yeah. hopes up. The sales aren't going to be that great. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, well, apparently, you know, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy said, no matter how big a hit Rogue One is, there is no se- there will be no sequel. How can you do a sequel? Right. I mean, yeah, you can, you, you can pull the same cast of characters and use them somewhere else. Like maybe unless they all tie, die, <laughs> maybe right. tie them into you know the events right before the second Death Star with Return of the Jedi, where we see many a Bothan die for for these plans. Um, but but still, it's. I mean, we could see the characters be used in other standalone films, but I don't. I agree. There should be no need for a sequel. Well, I re- I read something or somewhere that somebody said one of the people behind the film, maybe it was the director, I don't remember. They said uh, there's no, there won't be any sequel to Rogue One because the sequel is Episode Four. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that too just kind of makes sense <laughs> just a little bit so um other than that that might almost bring us to a close I just remind uh, folks to uh, keep listening and uh, we're going to be having coming up on the 200th episode here and we're going to have some giveaways for you folks yes keep watching That's Facebook because right. it'll happen uh, on Facebook we have uh, Jules' baby. Um, yes. <laughs> with with or without diapers. <laughs> An original original artwork page uh, from Pirates of the Dark Water from Bruce Zick. Of Jules' baby. <laughs> um, a pair of headphones, a USB microphone from CAD Audio. 
<laughs> a, uh, a comic bento box. Ah, oh, oh, oh. Uh, and of course, you've heard Jeff come on the show and talk about the bento boxes. We've when we helped with the mega bento and just talk about comic bento in general. Um, still not not anything definite, but possibly some stuff from Dark Horse Comics. Nice. So, still working on that, and uh, as the prizes come in and are verified, we will be posting them on. I'll be adding them to the list on Facebook with the with that um, when I do the raffle copter raffle for it. So, stay tuned. Hopefully, within the next week, we'll be up for that. So. It'll probably the raffle copter. That just sounds cool. Yeah, that's the, that's the name of the app. For the that does, that's the name of the app for that does the uh, that that I've used in the past for for the different contests. Nice. So, but uh, all right, where did it go? There it is. So off to the raffle copter. Um. Other than that, two uh, hundredth episodes coming up. Which will probably end up being our last episode of the year. Which is almost timing out just right. Our, our yeah. milestone episodes are going to end up being at the end of the year. That works having, out nicely. Because we're going to end up having the same thing over our Mighty Marvel Geeks as well. 150 on that show. And nice. It's hit the same week as this one. As our 200th. So It's almost like you plan that ahead of time. Not intentionally, but over, <laughs> over the years... you know. Being sick, missing out shows almost timed the shows to be about 50, 50 episodes apart. Well, they are 50 <laughs> episodes apart. <laughs> so, um, any other final thoughts? I think that's it. Yeah. Well, then, uh, as I get my stuff set to wrap up, on that note... Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.